You're listening to European Startup Universe Talks, a podcast where we meet with startup founders, angel investors and major stakeholders of the European startup ecosystem. They let us in on the do's and don'ts of running a startup, their career story and the process of succeeding as well as failing. In other words, everything of interest to startup nerds. European Startup Universe is a massive network of opportunities for EU tech startup founders connecting them with the best minds of the EU tech community, with unicorn founders, known investors and experts. We have brought together European countries to join forces and launch startup programs suitable for their nation's tech founders. ESU aims to give access to opportunity for funding and expansion across EU countries. European Startup Universe Talks. I'm Maritza and today I'm here with Jerome, the founder of Captain Book. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you very much. Uh, we can just start with, uh, can you tell me a bit more about Captain uh, Book and what it is that you do? Sure. Um, so Captain Book is, uh, is actually the first uh, startup in, incorporated in, uh, in the Cyclades. Um, so that's for the, for the funny part. Uh, what we do, we connect um, experiences provider to local resellers. So basically we build marketplaces, trusted marketplaces on a local level across the club. So the idea is to, is to really understand that um, hotels and Airbnb hosts, um, they have a lot of requests for their, from their customer to sell uh, experiences. The classic, you know, you go to the, to the reception desk and you're like, okay, I'm here for a couple of days. What can I do around here? And they don't have a tool to connect them to providers so they can actually, you know, give access to like a portfolio of activities that they, that they like and that they want to resell. So that's where we jump in. Uh, we really bridge the gap between providers and uh, and resellers. And um, so how do we do that? We actually give um, a booking engine to providers, um, which is super easy to, to install and to use. So they can sell directly on their own website and connect as well to, to the marketplace where we connect them to local resellers. How did you identify the needs in the market for that kind of startup? Super easy. So I've been I've been um, doing sailing tools uh, for the past uh, roughly 10, 10 years around here in Nexus. And um, Luca, my co-founder, um, his wife has a travel agency. So basically, he was sailing, selling my products. Okay. So we're friends, and that being said, it was really hard to communicate. Like he was calling me. I was with my guest, so you know you don't feel really nice by answering your phone while you're actually doing your own work, right? And um, so he had, you know, people in the travel agency ready to book my products. I just had to, you know, uh, take the phone call, which I could not because I was working or I was, you know, sailing with a sales up and everything. So um, it was really hard for us to communicate. And we understood that if it's hard for us where we know each other, we're friends, how is it for the others who don't know each other? It, it must be super hard. So we tried something. We, we did very quickly something just for us. Uh, we solved the issue. And um, during the pandemic, we were like, okay, maybe there's, um, you know, there's something to do about it because, well, if it works for us, it might work for, for everybody else. Um, so we rewrote uh, the whole booking engine, let's call it that way, 
from scratch to be able to work with any type of activity, not only boats, but also cooking lessons, trekking, whatever, whatever you can put your mind on. Okay, so just any tourist experience that you could possibly you know, want to do? Whatever is, um, is time-based, so it can be an event. It's not our business right now. We're really focusing on, on activities. But um, yeah, it could be it could be a concert. It could be whatever is um, is time based. Actually, if you go on the website captainbook.io and if you want to book a, a demo call, you will use Captainbook. You will use the same the system. We all, we use our own system to you know just to book the the demo call, which is which is nice because you you actually book the demo call to speak to us using the system you want to use. So that's super nice. No, that sounds fantastic, a really smart, uh, smart solution. But uh, uh, last year you were part of the ESU program when it was only based in Greece. Can you tell me how that helped launch your product? Well, th this was really nice because, like, like I said, I'm in Nexus, so I'm not really in a tech hub or anything. Well, I mean, we're working on it, but it's, you know, it's far from a hub right now. <laughs> And um, it was really nice, you know, to to connect with others and um, understand the struggles of everybody, and you know, feel a little bit part of the community. And it was, you know, it was COVID and everything, so it was it was really hard. And um, I remember the live session, you know, the office hours and everything, and it was it was very interesting to understand, yeah, th this sense of community and people like from from the diaspora so from the us i remember uh nico speaking and you know nico bonato all of these guys you know that that are kind of rock stars in 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 the place about startups and everything and you know they were here like right like you and me just speaking and and it was really really interesting so i was like okay there's there's really something that we can do if the if there's a community that can actually you know help well you know, it's a it's a good thing to start, and um, and I'm still you know I'm still I'm still speaking with people uh, that were in uh, in the program, and um, so we actually hired uh, somebody for marketing uh, while she started today, and during that um, interview process, so we speak to different people, and I spoke to somebody who was in in the program with me last year, so you know that was that was fun. Okay, so it really helped you build a network. Please, it's nothing that you can do only by yourself. And especially, uh, as you said, that uh, you live uh, far away from the, the big cities and the big tech hubs. So then maybe it's more important to to build uh, that connection. True, true. Even, even though, well, you know, market's changing, the whole world is changing. And I'm not sure for tech businesses like Captain Book, location is actually um, something that matters. You know, like we've got we've got an advisor uh, and he's based out of uh, New York. Um, part of the tech team is in India. Um, well, so I'm French and, and Luca is Italian. We both live in, in Naxos. Uh, girl from marketing, uh, she's in Corfu. You know, I mean, <laughs> it's, you know, it's, it's very, very spread across the globe, right? Yeah, it's and um, so far hasn't been a, hasn't been a problem, you know. Yeah, I was I was reflecting because um, so before that business, um, I actually incorporated Blue Mango business in the UK back in two thousand and nine, uh, and you know we were doing like just web development and these kind of things, and um, iPhone applications. And I've, I've, I was I was in London at that time, and I was working with people from France most of the time from my school, my IT school, and um, and already at that time, you know, it didn't matter to me where the people are actually working from. 
No, it doesn't really. It's 10 years ago, right? Oh. More than 10 years ago. Okay, so you were really a pioneer then. <laughs> yeah, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I, I mean, it's for tech, for tech companies, it's especially small tech companies. It, I think it's not really something new. Um, it just, you know, got um, some kind of um, of a new blowing wind that put it on the, on the scene and, you know, people get aware of it. That's all. What would you say were the, the favorites or like the most uh, influential parts and pillars of the program for you? The thing is that, uh, so I remember they were, they were posting a lot of content. So you had like a week roughly to, to eat up all the content that they, they were uh, posting. And um, so you really understand that if you don't have a bit of a, of a framework, you know, to block some hours to see the videos that you have to see, read the, the thing that you have to read, uh, you won't you won't do it because I mean it's it's a lot of content. It's it's quite intense actually. Um, so yeah, so it helps you structure your working day. I really love the the office hours because it, it gives you a lot of perspective on on what you're doing. So it really is uh, like um, you're looking at the future, right? It's it's really like the inspiration. You you speak with people that you know that are on the same road as you are, but much further. So they can tell you, you know, a bit of the of the path that you have to follow. And if you mix a little bit of everything, maybe you can, you know, make your own path to the same point. I'm not there yet, but you know, <laughs> following the path. Yeah, it's a, it's a process for sure. <laughs> so. Um... The funding, uh, how has that process been for you? Well, it's incredibly difficult. I mean, the difficulty is, well, it's multiple. Uh, the first thing is obviously finding uh, people willing to back up your ideas. Uh, that's, a, that's a first start. Um, second is the paperwork. And, you know, it's really, it's really hard to, to, to get it started. I mean, I just I just signed, for example, a few of the papers um, for the for the founding round that we're doing right now, and it's you know it's twenty five pieces of paper um, printed on each way on each uh, on each side. Um, it's all Greek to me, right? <laughs> because it's actually in Greek, <laughs> and um, so you know it's not the easiest thing to to do, and uh, and there's a lot of lots of terms to to understand and uh, and you're never sure that it's exactly you know what you should do um lawyers are really helpful but they give you they give you possibilities they don't give you the exact answer they say you can you can do a you can do b but you know it's it's your call it's your business not mine so um, so it's a, it's a lot of a lot of of new new data to to get yeah mm -hmm. Good books to read. Uh, I can I can pass a few a few links, uh, <laughs> maybe for <laughs> if it helps. And uh, there's there's a few good books about uh, about this. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. It's always good. You can never have too much knowledge. But uh, yeah, that's for sure. <laughs> but what would you say to others that are looking uh, to get funded? Do you have any advice? Um, yeah. Well, I mean, start uh, start early. Um, work on it. It really is a lot of work. Pitch to everybody you you see. Pitch to your dog. You know you never pitch uh, too too much. Pitch pitch to everybody who's willing to listen to you, even though you you're sure they will not invest. Build uh, build relationship. I've been pitching to to funds in the U.S. who invest a minimum ticket of uh, twice the size that we try to to raise now. And um, and you know 
it's it's okay it will be helpful next year so yeah speak to everybody who's willing to listen to listen to you uh work on your business plan um and uh, on your pitch deck obviously something that's beautiful to see is already um something good because i've i've seen a lot of pitches and they're like you know not very beautiful ours the first one we did was you know ugly and um but it was straight to the point so you know it's already a good start um i don't know what kind of advice we could uh, we could give to somebody who's, who's trying to fundraise um don't listen to everybody <laughs> because like on, on the same days i remember in the early days of, uh, of the fundraising um so we met with a vc and uh, he said uh you're asking too much money and uh, the next day we had another meeting with another vc and he was like you're not asking enough money <laughs> so you know <laughs> one is saying you're asking too much the other one is you're not asking enough and you're in the middle and you're like but who's lying right so be strong with your convictions and what what you have in mind you know is is better than anybody else it's your business and uh, you have the answers i can imagine it's really stressful hearing different advice and like trying to yeah. out, especially in the beginning mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Would you say, what would you say are the hardest parts of being a startup founder? Is it the funding or is it uh, something else? No, funding is just, uh, it's just a step. I mean, in the middle of, uh, of it, but uh, I see just like a, like a step and, you know, you go through and, uh, and that's okay. Um, I think one of the biggest struggle is uh, mental health, where you start today, you're pumped and you're like, yeah, I'm going to crush it today. And then you got an email and it's uh, the 152nd no that you're, you know, you're having. And you're like, hmm, okay, well, that, that's going nowhere. Uh, so, you're, you know, your mood is really going down and everything. And then you start again. So, you, it's really a, lot, a roller coaster. And, uh, and it's not on a week basis. It really is on a, on a few hours basis. So, it's really, it's really hard for the mind. Yeah. So, um, start your day with the same routine. It helps you know something that you can you can actually step on um friends and family helps as well yeah absolutely i talked to a woman who is a startup founder in the mental health field she was also a trained psychologist she was also on our podcast and she said that startup founders really really need to be extra careful and observant of their mental health because it takes such a toll on uh, on the mind mm -hmm. to have these ups and downs Yes. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, that's completely true. I'll, I'll second that absolutely. And it's also really easy to to focus on on work and uh, and let everything else slip through your hands and you end up, you know, just working, not having fun anymore, not doing anything else than than work. And it's um yeah, well, it's uh, it's hard and it's uh, it's a danger. So it's super easy to go that way. And it's definitely not the right way because at at some point you're not you're not even you know actually working in good conditions you're not you're not producing anything, and um, so yeah you you have to always step back a bit and see and see you know get time for yourself and uh, so yeah I try I try to not work at all on Saturdays and Sundays. Um, it's not always easy. It doesn't happen every Saturdays and Sundays. Uh, but most of the time, I, I can I can not work, um, and I try to not even you know switch on the laptop, like no computer for two days, 
Um, doesn't work every week, you know, I'm working on it. <laughs> I, can, I can imagine, but I feel it's a good, very, very good start to, to begin with, at least not working on the weekend, because a part of being productive and getting things done is also to, to rest. True, true, yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, I understood that something that works very well for me is um, so stepping aside, uh, going to the mountains, uh, the sea, you know, whatever works for you. Um, but doing something manual, like if you if you spend your whole week uh, with your brain, doing something manual will help you ground yourself. And um, well, that, that works better, yeah. Mm. Yeah, that's a really, really good tip. Do you, what would you say are the best parts of, of being a startup founder? Well, you, you build stuff, it's incredible. Um, so yeah, it's, it's, it's amazing. You, you, keep, you keep building stuff that people are using and, uh, and you actually solve you know, people's problems. And uh, so that's, you know, that's cold. That's cold when you see, you see your customers and they're like, okay, you, you help me, you know, it's, uh, it's something, something cool. And, uh, and when you have a bit of time to, to take a bit, you know, a step aside from work and see what you've built, it's, it's incredible. Like today we, so we did this presentation to, to the new girl to, you know, to show her uh, how's work and how's the, the product that she will be working on. So that was the first time for me since uh, day one, actually, that I have a good overview of the product from somebody else, you know, from my co-founder from somebody else and you know i was watching the presentation and i was like man that's a that's a big product there's a lot of functionalities in there and um and you know we build it ourselves so that's something to be proud of definitely how fun to have a moment like that where you really you're, it's like a receipt of everything that you have done and uh, mm -hmm. sometimes i guess you can be blind become a bit blind to it yeah, it's true. You, you're so in it, you know, you don't, you don't take the time to, you know, just one step aside and look at what you're actually building. You know, if you have the, the head in the engine and you're, you know, you're doing stuff with the engine, you don't see the whole car. You're like, okay, that's an engine, but no, step aside. It's a, it's a whole freaking car. <laughs> so yeah, it's, it's different. Mm -hmm. What would you say are the goals that you have accomplished now that you are proud of? Um, well, I don't know. I'm, I'm actually happy of, you know, for everything, for, you know, finding a co-founder, you know, building, building the whole product, um, raising, we're almost uh, a bit more than a third of the, the fund that we, we want to, to raise. Everything is, um, you know, is great. It's a startup. So I don't know what's going to be about, you know, for tomorrow, maybe tomorrow we'll, well, tomorrow we should be all right, but uh, the runway is short, you know. So um, in a few months, maybe maybe we won't be here anymore. Um, maybe we'll be here stronger. We'll see. So you know, every single step is uh, is a call for celebration. So yeah, I'm happy for everything I've done so far. I can imagine. What what uh, are your plans for for the future and the goals for the future? So short-term future, uh, we will finish this, uh, this funding round and, uh, and uh, really hit our, our targets. So that's for, for this summer. Um, a bit more long-term, um, we will develop, um, well, the, the B2B, so the, the marketplace that we're working on. And, uh, and we will give also a B2C aspect uh, to it. And um, and I've got a lot of ideas for this, um, and I'm very I'm very looking forward to you know sit down a little bit and 
and actually put them on uh, on paper and make a make a roadmap out of it to see to see what the product will uh, will look like. Um, it's very early now. It's it's not the right time to to work on it. Um, but it's exciting. It's exciting. I see. I see. You know, um, the foundation um, succeeding. Well, it's it's a bit pretentious, but not not really succeeding. But you know, working. It's working well. And um, and I see that I can I can build on top of that foundation, and that's super exciting. Mm. For sure, and the, it's so vital to have that really stable foundation because that is really where you can start building. Otherwise, if the, mm -hmm. something is wrong in the foundation, you know everything is eventually going to fall. True, but it's still a startup, so you don't have really much time to actually build something. You know, to to build something solid. So. You you basically MVP everything. You you test. You always you know you test everything. You have an idea. You test it, and you see. And you know testing can be can be very very tricky, very easy, very you know it depends on what you want to test. Um, but that means that uh, most parts of the product are not you know ground stable. You know, so it's um, so it's it yeah. I see it like you know a compilation of tests. That's uh, one by one, they're not very stable, but everything together somehow hold, and then you can build on top of it. Okay. Do you have any tips for for testing the product? Um, well, we we use um, we use a lot of A/B testing, so you know that's classic uh, classic testing. Um, the thing is that yeah, it's it's finding the right balance between the time and the money that you will spend on an ID, whatever that is, and how you can get um, feedback from your, from your target, from your customers. And if you find the secret source to be able to test something very easily, very simply and fast, um, that's super nice because you can test multiple things in the same day and build much faster. So it can be really easy. It can be, you know, a landing page and, you know, just sharing the landing page with your friends and family and see how they come back to you. It as easy as that. Oh, you just have to, to come out in, in reality and meet other people and just bounce back in that sense. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. See how people react with what you have in mind. So it doesn't mean that you have to actually build it. You can completely fake the whole thing. You know, just a landing page and saying, you know, it's it's amazing, everything is working, and you know, you actually just receive an email with somebody subscribe, and this is the email address of the guy to subscribe, and then you do the work manually behind the scenes. You know, that's okay. It's just for testing. At some point, it will work. Not now. <laughs> At some point, it will. Yeah. But that's still the the goal is to to make sure that you don't start developing before being sure that it actually solves something, right? The worst, the worst case would be starting developing something and ending up in a way where you don't have customers with it because it doesn't do what customers want. Mm, that for sure. Yeah, it's really a, the, the vital part is finding a problem that needs to be solved. Otherwise, you're creating something that there is no need for. True. Mm -hmm. True. True, yeah. It, it's, um, it's critical. It's critical. But uh, it has been such a pleasure talking to you today. But before we wrap up, is there anything you would like to add? Just uh, something that we can't, can't uh, go without saying. 
I don't know. We're talking about EU Startup Universe. I'd say to anyone who's looking at this, you know, just join the program. You won't lose. You won't waste your time. You, you'll get out with something more in your in your head, and it will help some sometime. That's for sure. Yeah, that's a, a good note to uh, to end it on. Thank you so much for being here today. Thanks for having me. You've been listening to European Startup Universe Talks. If you want to know more about us, go to thestartupuniverse.org and follow us on social media.